head into the Ringerverse to stay up to date with all things superheroes and nerd culture entertainment. Hosted by a rotating lineup of superfans at the Ringer, including Mallory Rubin and Van Lathan, shows will provide instant reactions to blockbuster releases, insightful backstories on canon, and mind-bending theories, as well as fresh takes on the latest news and rumors. Check out the Ringerverse on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I can't believe it. I've been begging for months. I'm finally joined today by the host of The Bachelor on ABC, Jesse Palmer. Jesse, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Oh, it's so great being with you. I'm awesome. Thanks. How are you? I'm good. You say that to everyone? That's the way you start all your interviews? Uh, I, I usually say I'm okay or I'm good, but for you, I'm awesome. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. Um, so you were the fifth Bachelor and now you're the host. And I think it's been what? 18 years since since then? Yeah, I know. We're dating <laughs> now. <laughs> I feel really, really old. Yes, it's been about 18 years. <laughs> Being the host, like, what what is, like, your biggest takeaway of what's changed since you were the lead? Oof. Well... Uh, I know this. It's way less stressful hosting the show than actually being the bachelor. <laughs> so I can say that first and foremost right away. Um, obviously, I think the core concept of the show is still the same. It, it's it's still a love story. It's ho- it's two people hopefully coming together to find what they want under very unique and difficult circumstances. Um, the differences: the budget of the show is way bigger. The mansion <laughs> is much nicer than the one I had. Uh, the, the, the exotic locations and the overnight dates and all that way better than what I had. Uh, Clayton's a lucky guy. Uh, I think too, though, bachelor nation has grown leaps and bounds uh, since I, since I was on the show. I mean, we didn't, this is going to date myself again. We didn't really even have social media back in 2004, uh, when I was doing the show today, uh, 
I mean, Pastor Nation is a force, yeah. isn't it? I mean, I, I can't, I, I can't think of like another show that has such a, a, a passionate, involved, and opinionated and informed fan base as as this show does. And it's just, it's grown and grown and grown. I think those are probably the biggest differences that, that I've noticed since I did the show way back when. Don't say the date again, just way <laughs> back when, when I did it. Well, I was doing some research. I was brushing up. Um, actually, you can't really watch your season. It's not really available, which maybe, do you feel good about that or do you wish it was available? Feeling pretty good about that right about now. I've got a I got a Brazilian wife that I that I've been with now five years and she is dying to see it. I think yeah, I was she's ask trying if she's to go. Seen it. I think she hasn't. Thank God. That's why I'm married. Uh, she she <laughs> maybe she um she maybe is going behind my back trying to ask the producers if like there's a way she could kind of get that um like sent to her secretly. Um but as of now, yeah, like I'm I feel like I got a pretty good hold on what I did. I feel pretty good about my run. Um, back in 2004, I'm sure there would be some things that, that surprised me. Of course, everybody just seems to remember that I forgot a girl's name. It's never been forgotten. It <laughs> Katie, always gets Karen? brought up. It was a K name, right? <laughs> I'll never forget a Katie or a Karen to, like, to, the, to the end of my days. I would be lying if I told you that I wasn't experiencing just a little bit of PTSD standing sure. there hosting, watching Clayton at his first row ceremony. Please don't forget their names. Come on, you got this. And he got right through. He's been really, really good at that so far. So yes. All right. Well, I think the most noteworthy thing from your season, and there's like just like so much here I want to discuss, but you also had the spy. You had your friend who was like giving you information. And so if people didn't see this, there was a woman who was part of the contestant pool who you knew from college. um, And she was like, she was on on the side giving you info. And I think they should bring that back. Do you like, do people bring that up, bring that up with you or is it like lost to time? No, it's funny. It's like on my season, because we have to remember back then the show was kind of new and it was still yeah. really figuring itself out. So there was actually a lot of firsts on my season. I was the first basher to give out a first impression rose. That didn't exist yet. Um, I was. It was the first season that a, a woman left the show and then actually came back like mid-season. Trish did that. And then just couldn't, and then couldn't get enough of you. Oh, I mean, it's the hair product. I just can't. I don't know. Like three-piece baggy suits that don't fit. There's just no way. Um, and then you're right. And then I had a spy. It was my best friend's wife, and one of, who was, was one of my best friends in college. Um, she came back, and you know, I, there I was trying to like figure out who was there for the right reasons. And having Jenny in the house living with the women helped me navigate all the drama and so many of the questions that I may have had. Of course, Clayton and so many other bachelors haven't had that that luxury. I feel like maybe now it's been long enough that maybe <laughs> they could bring it back. Maybe yeah. like people just wouldn't remember or even know. It would seem like a totally novel idea if we did bring it back now. It's actually interesting. Yeah, I feel like there should be some kind of accounting for... Uh, one thing I've advocated for is is being able to do a deep dive on people's social media like after the first night so that you could like uh... el- eliminate someone who just seemed like they were very clearly there for the wrong reasons or whatever, but like just some kind of like inside Intel. And I feel like that's what the spy was getting at when you were hosting were like, how much access to like day to day did you have? And did you want, cause you know, you're stepping into this show that's been around for a while and like 
Did you, and, you know, I think previously, Chris, the host, like, wasn't necessarily present every day. Also, he'd been doing it for so long, he didn't necessarily have to be. Like, what was your day-to-day like during production? How much did you see Clayton? How much did you see the women? And, like, what were you doing every day? Uh, So, I mean, I guess the the pressure that I feel in this job is trying to do right by Clayton. Um, I really, really like him. I've gotten to know him. Uh, The first time I met him was when he stepped out of the limo on that very first night. It was really real and it was authentic. But that was the got, first time. No, no yeah. pre meeting. No, and I wanted it to be that way. I just, I just want this thing to be like organic and authentic for both of us. He was super nervous. I was super nervous. I still <laughs> am. He still is. And we were both kind of like, we'll be nervous together. We're going to get to the finish line somehow together. Wow. Um, but, so Sally yeah. met him before you did. Oh, totally. Yeah. Everybody, everybody had known him for like a while. <laughs> I, I, was, I was just sort of like I'd heard about him. It's funny. I, I actually, I knew who he was. Because I've actually broadcasted his football games before yeah. at ESPN. He was a tight end playing at Missouri. And I would literally be in, this, in the booth with all of his vital stats and information. I'd been studying him, watching him play. I knew his height, weight, where he was from, the high school, all that <laughs> stuff. But I never actually physically That's met so him. That's so funny. At, at the doorstep of the mansion, finally, under those circumstances, was the first time I did. So to go back and answer your question, like I, I, I am putting myself under a ton of pressure to help him the best way I can. Part of that obviously is using my experience from, from my time on the bachelor to help him in any way. But to me, at least, you know, I feel like I need to be as present as possible to be as informed as possible, because this is my first time doing this mm-hmm. to really try to give him the best access possible. So I am very, very present. I'm always there. It's not like I'm like hiding in the bushes, like being creepy <laughs> and like sort of like watching, like watching the drama, but it's like with like a snorkel coming out of the pool, but it's like, you know, on group dates, on one-on-one dates, at the cocktail parties, at the rose ceremonies, traveling, all that stuff. Um, and I'm even taking part in some of the production meetings as well, just because I want to be as locked in so that if Clayton does have a question or there's something he needs help with, I can at least try to give him the best, most timely advice as possible. And as we've already seen on the season, this thing <laughs> is going to go off the beaten path. Not just once, not twice, multiple times. I have to be willing to go there with them. And I've got to give them the best advice that I can. So that was sort of my thought process heading into the season. Um, I have to say, you sound like such a quarterback, like just wanting to be there for your teammates and and study study the playbook. (laughs) Take hits. Yeah, It's not me. It's about us. It really is about Clayton. No, this this is totally about him. My job is to... It's like a, a good quarterback is a facilitator. You just get the ball to your playmakers and let them do it. And this, this is about him. It's not about me. My job is to help him any way that I can, because I know how badly he wants to find love. Mm-hmm. So you're just off, off camera, standing there with your Microsoft surface, just go, going through all of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing it like Tom Brady. Sure. Damn it. Yeah, exactly. It, drama. It's back. I will say over the years, really since even more so since you were the bachelor, it feels like the football specifically college football bachelor crossover is immense. I've never really been able to like put my finger on why, but like obviously Jordan Rogers, but Clay yeah. Harbor yeah. and it's just a huge, unfortunate match, match. Matt James played at Wake Forest. Yeah. Matt James, like yeah. Tyler played at, at Wake Forest too. Totally. Tyler Cameron. Blake. Like there's, yeah. there's just so many Clay Harbor. Yeah. Um, last season yeah. there was a guy who has freaking Super Bowl ring. I forget his name. Um, yeah. but there's like, so there's just like this really, Big crossover. Also, I have to say, I'm from a Big Ten household, so I'm resentful of the number of SEC people who make it onto the show, oh. but that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Listen, 
As it, it means we more. can't help ourselves. Yeah, we did. So you know, it's funny. I, I thought about. I've, I've actually thought the same thing. Um, and this what is what do you what think, I think it is? Yeah, like what? Like, I can't yeah. put my finger on it. Well, I think it's sort of a microcosm of what's happening in the in the greater general sphere in 2022. I think today versus 20 years ago, men are better at opening up, being vulnerable, and talking about their feelings and willing to take risks to find love. I really believe that. Like, mm-hmm. I remember when I did the show. The show was new. Reality TV was new. Like, can you imagine the locker room in the New York Giants when I had to explain to them, <laughs> hey, guys, I'm doing this reality show. It's called The Bachelor. You can watch it on Mondays on ABC. And essentially, I'm going to be kind of dating these women, hoping to find love. No. Like, what would they, they say back? They were like, bro. You betrayed it, probably. Quarter, you're a quarterback on the New York Giants. Why are you going <laughs> on a show to find a date? That's embarrassing. <laughs> like, no, don't do that. Today... This show has become such a big part of pop culture. People today get high-fived for the opportunity to be on the show and congratulated uh, for this opportunity. And I think in, in, in the two decades since I've done it, I just think men in general and football players, especially who are like always taught to be like so tough and macho, internalize your feelings under no circumstances, ever admit um, to being weak. It's a sign of weakness. Never do that. Today, they, they've kind of shed all of that and they're willing to take chances and take risks. And I, and I think that's kind of a microcosm of just men in general. I think there mm-hmm. are way more men today willing and open to coming on a show like this to find love versus what they were, I mean, back in 2004. I bet casting back then was way tougher than what it is now. Yeah, I'm sure there's way more people who are willing to do it. Also, I think people are more willing to do it now just to like mix, mix it up, like just sort of, you know, like I'm bored. I'm going to go on this show or like, I haven't, I haven't dated yeah. anyone for a while. Like, why not? Let's see what happens. Like, it's just, it's yeah. like, it is so much more accepted. Tinder's just boring. Cause you sit on the couch. <laughs> I know it's Swipe, true. Like swiping. It's like, what I could, I could do that. Like, I could do that in the, in the bathroom. Like just, yeah, come on the show. You're right. Mix it up. Yeah. And it's also, it is sort of like a live action dating app. Cause like everyone's there at the same intention, which is part of like dating apps too. You're like, I'm here to find a date or like to meet someone. And so it's, it's, it is the same thing. I think paradise is like truly an IRL dating app. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's people just going, going for it. Showing up, they're leaving. Can't keep track yeah. of who's in the room. Yeah. Totally. So Agreed. what, what has the fan reaction been like to you? Like, is it, was it skeptical? Was it excited? How has it been being thrust back into those worlds? I, you know, I'm like a very, very minor part of it, but just from my vantage point, I think it seems very scary to, jump in. Um, and I, I also liked how in the first couple episodes you introduced yourself, like both to Clayton, to the audience, to the women. <laughs> to I the women. Like, <laughs> yeah. By I, the way, I'm the guy. Yeah. I, I liked I it. Showed up. It was like, because like the only time I saw them was when I put the first impression rose down and then all of a sudden I just kind of creepy walked in the room or like at the rose ceremony. So I had to like formally go and be like, Hey, like I'm the host. You might not remember, I was the Badger back in 2004 and really had that kind of formal moment. So I, I'm hopefully not going to do that very, very much more this season. I think we kind of <laughs> well, covered the base. Clinton knows who I am. The women now know who I am. I think we're, you know, people at home watching are going to be like, who is the dude? Who is Clinton's older brother? Like sitting here, like like bringing us in, yeah. reading a gym thing, right? Yeah, I think people were wondering who you were. But first of all, did, could you hear any of the women like recognize you? Like when you walked out on that first night after putting the rose in the room, like was there any chatter about like, who is this? No, I, I, well, I, I think they were surprised. Of course, they didn't know I was going in. I, I, I kind of like, I kind of did, I, 
I was stealth. I kind of got surgical, in, did in what and I had out. to do. Yeah, in and out. See, uh, you know, he, he's around somewhere. You'll find him, kind of thing. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's so cool uh, uh, hosting a show and being part of something where there again, there's such a a passionate fan base like Bachelor Nation. So I've been live tweeting during these episodes mm. on my on Monday nights, and it's amazing the response and how clued in people are and there's like there's like og bachelor fans that sure. kind of remember me back in 04 and like trista and ryan and kind of yeah. like that that time and then there's kind of the, the the newer the newer age bachelor fan that's kind of like i've seen this guy like on a baking show and like <laughs> and, and like we watch him on saturdays like talking about college football but like why is he in front of the mansion i'm trying to connect this so yeah it's been it's been really really great it's been really really amazing so far <laughs> One of my colleagues, Amelia, loved your work on the Ultimate Surfing Competition show that was on uh-huh. over the summer. So we've been anticipating this for a while. So do you oh, got some pitch nice. here? <laughs> yeah. <Thanks. laughs> um, did you have any hesitations about taking the role? I mean, it's like so much travel. It seems like I'm sure you're used to that with um, the college football season, but it's just like a totally different like life cadence. How has it impacted your life just in general? Yeah, it's busy. It's a great, it's a great call. I, I don't think I probably really understood kind of what went into it in terms of all those things, but I was yeah. just so excited to have the opportunity to do it that I was just willing and, and ready to kind of just jump in head first um, and just try to make this really authentic and, and, and real and uh, organic to myself too. Uh, and I just, I just loved it. I mean, I, I think the thing I was not ready for anticipating was just all the different hats you have to wear yeah. as the host. You know, it's not as simple as just sort of setting up the date, dropping off the date card, see ya, hopefully see you at the rose ceremony, and then maybe the odd conversation with Clayton. You know, I found myself this season kind of at times being a confidant and at times being a therapist. Um, there have been times where you're sort of a sounding board. And then there's time, like I, I find myself a lot kind of being a cheerleader mm. for Clayton. Like I've said this before, like I really like him. I really he do. seems nice. He seems like a good dude. He's, he's such a good dude, and and he's real. And I just know how bad he wants it. Like I remember watching him on, on Michelle's season, and when he get, when he gets sent home and he's crying, talking about how bad he wants to get married and wants a family. I remember thinking, wow, that's that's a nice real moment. Yeah, because you know you you kind of seen him a little bit. You didn't really know too too much about him or his personality, but that was a real, I think, defining moment for him. Mm-hmm. And in the time since, from the moment I met him in front of the mansion to now, like that's that's authentic. He he wants this so bad, and I and the poor guy is putting so much pressure on himself. He's a small town guy. He knows this is like a golden opportunity for him meeting sure. this incredible, amazing, diverse cast of women. He's just like his head's just like spinning right now. He really, really believes his person is in the house, and so he's. He he knows what's at stake. He knows what's on the line, and so it, it, more the pressure on me really is just trying to help him get there and help him sure. find what he wants. I think the re- the biggest indication of someone being very real and genuine is actually when they, to quote Bill Clinton, have sexual relations with more than one person. Like I actually think <laughs> all of the, the the leads to whom they found themselves in that position, it actually is an indication that they're like quite normal and like quite genuine because it's a pretty normal thing to happen when you're dating and like you know young and attractive or whatever. <laughs> so I was when I saw that in the tease, I was like, oh, it's going to be a good season, and he really means it. Like he's here, he's here for this because he has to tell the three women and he's been intimate with all of them <laughs> he actually likes he actually likes these women yeah, yeah that. he's, he's attracted, attracted to them he's saying he wants to get married and here he is he's actually willing to not just <laughs> kiss them 
This is unbelievable. Weird how that happens. Yeah, it's like, it's funny how like landing helicopters on yachts and having champagne and hot tubs can kind of drum that up somehow. You've yeah. got to get the juices flowing. Yeah, yeah. Clayton's, Clayton's here for the right reasons. We can say that. We he's can, he's it, trying he to find his person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very, very clear, yes. How does your uh, wife feel about all the travel? I feel like that's just like, to me, would especially after COVID, where like you're used to being home all the time. Like when I have to go somewhere for a few days, I'm like nervous. So like, how does it, fe- how does your whole family feel about you just being on the road for so long? Yeah, right now it's awesome. Um, and so like we, we get to go to some really cool exotic locations yeah. on Clayton season. Um, so that's one thing I know that Bachelor Nation's really gonna kinda love. It'll have that kind of nostalgia. So happy feeling. travels back. Thank you. Yeah, like being back at the mansion's awesome and then the travel's been amazing. Emily loves it and she's actually gotten to kind of come out and kind of meet me oh, in nice. some of the places, which has been really, really cool. Now, I'll preface it by saying this. I don't have any kids yet. Mm. Um, but we do want to have a family and we want to start having babies. And when that happens, I'm not so sure how, how hyped she's going to be. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll change things a little bit. <laughs> I think so. We have a dog right now. And right now it's like, you know, that's a battle that I can win. We yeah. put the dog in boarding. We're fine. Like this is great camp upstate that she can go to. It's, it's wonderful. She's going to be happy. We'll come home. But I think as soon as we have a little, uh, little Jesse and Emily's it's might not be the same. Might not be as thrilling. Sure. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> I've really wanted another professional athlete to be the bachelor. Like real. And, and I'm sorry to all of these bachelors we've had. They don't count. Is there anyone who you think like, cause I think you could like kind of make the case, but once upon a time, I thought Chandler Parsons, fellow Florida, Florida alum, would have been a great yes, bachelor. He's now married or engaged yeah, with a child. Yeah. But like David Lee, David Lee, once upon a time, another Florida Gator ooh, NBA yeah. player, would have been great. He, he married Carolyn Wozniacki, pro tennis yeah. player, former world number one. He's fine. He's, he's basically right. an Instagram husband. I kind of forgot about him because I don't follow either. But like for a while, I feel like he, it's funny. They're two professional athletes, but like she's yeah. like, so much more successful in her, in her sport, even though he's an NBA player. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Yeah. Is there a sport like, like, do you want to just keep it to football or do you like No, it could be anyone. Well, the problem with NBA is schedule because the NBA's training camp starts when the bachelor starts filming. So that's a big issue. 
But so it is similar okay. problem with football, but like just in general, like schedules aside, production real- realities aside, like who do you think of the professional athlete pool of our world would be the greatest okay, bachelor? Sa- Sa- uh, Saquon Barkley married? I don't think so. Interesting. Okay. So keep I it think- in the Giants family. <laughs> there should be a rule that you can only the division. The, the I love it though. The, Penn State guy, it's great. Yeah, the division can only have one per cycle. You have to go to like the other division. Um, okay, so I, I would say like Saquon, I think would be great. Mm. Um, Alvin Kamara on the Saints would be awesome. Okay. Uh, and, and again, this is me saying this, and and I don't want to upset anybody. I have no idea. If me neither. If they're if they're involved or what their what their preference is, what's going on. Um, what do you think makes Tra- a great bachelor? Like, what makes you say them? Oh, Travis Kelsey. Well, was that who you're going to say? Yes, I was going to say Travis sh- Kelsey. He, he technically what? Yeah. He definitely was on a dating show. Yeah. yeah. But so, like, so the reason a guy like Travis would be good is because he's got a lot of personality. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, like right away, you just know, and and he's not afraid to kind of go off script. And like, he would he would definitely, um, I, I think that that would be very very if if anything very entertaining. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think his show. I. I remember when that started. It was okay. I didn't love it, but it was good. I think it just wasn't The Bachelor. And so trying to do a dating show when it's not The Bachelor, it's a a lot to live up to. to, Yeah, I I set a really, really high standard. Let's just be honest. I did. Back in 2004, I really set a high bar for these guys. You did. Um, Did you keep up with the show in the intervening years? Like, Did you watch it regularly? Yeah, I did. I did. We have a lot of Bachelor Nation uh, in my family. So I I was always sort of updated on it. Um, and, and I mean, thank God for, for the batch. And I feel like during COVID in, in the middle of the pandemic, like they sort of like re-upped, like sure. we had like extra shows. There was like more content. So tell me about it. Going. It's longer season than the NBA. It's like, constantly like I've, been spending all, I've been spending all my time in this podcast, trying to keep track. It's, it's impossible. <laughs> interviewing it's, people like you in the last three years. It's been unbelievable. So yes, yes I, have. Okay. yes, I have. Okay. Do you have a favorite season? Um, Matt James's season, I really liked. Um, so like, kind of like you, I generally, this is as a fan, mm-hmm. cheer for the football player slash Canadian. Okay. Yes. The Canadians are great. Caitlin yeah. Bristow, so Katie, wonderful, yes. great Canadian. Yeah. There, there's been a lot of good Canadians along the way. Uh, Katie season, I was cheering for Blake just because he's from Hamilton. He was a guy I was looking at, um, Matt, former football player. Um, Tyler Cameron on Hannah Brown season football player. Like I, I've just always sort of been, that's kind of where I lean. Um, okay. Col- Colton season was obviously phenomenal. Okay. Um, uh, Becca season. I enjoyed. Uh, really? I'm just trying to think back. Yeah. Like I haven't had a really like, I, I, I feel like there's you're not romantic. been like a snoozer. There's not been like a snoozer. Yeah, I am. There's not, I, there's not so like you're, a you're snoozer. Picking, yeah. You're picking the ones that yeah. have like happy endings. <laughs> true yeah <laughs> kind of happy endings it, 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 i mean that season true. was very fraught i would say it's happy now but uh, yeah it was, right. it was complicated it, there was there was some complication perplexity there at the end true do you um, know Emmanuel Acho? did you guys have any conversations did, yeah. about stepping into this no uh not, not about this but i do know him because we used to work together at espn oh nice college football so gotcha. yeah Emmanuel and i had shared the desk shared the desk nice. together and it's, and now his brother i work with his brother now at, at espn so it's like oh, Acho's so everywhere funny. So will yeah. you next see, I mean, I guess you probably can't say, but do you foresee a world in which you can continue to call college football games and be the host of The Bachelor? Oof. Man, I hope so. That would be amazing. But then two Time, things would have to happen. Timing, two very things tough. would have to happen. Yeah, like college football would have to stop playing on Saturdays. <laughs> or, <laughs> or 
The Bachelor would have to stop filming on Saturdays. One of the two. A private jet, a private jet would probably be useful. Yeah, I mean, like, how are you going to fly back from Croatia to, like, you know, make it to Columbia, Missouri? That seems hard. Listen, Clayton doesn't need Clayton doesn't need the jet all the time. <laughs> he, he, he could <laughs> share it yourself. He could share it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's just you know, drop you off wherever you need. Parachute me out into like Happy <laughs> Valley. We could just when we're, when we're, yeah, we're going over uh, Columbus, Ohio. Just shoot me out. We'll be fine. I hope so. I hope so too. I mean, also that would be ideal for your corporate parent, I have to say. But um, if you can can make both happen, maybe they can just change. Yeah, exactly. All the corporate synergy. I used to work at ESPN actually, and they were always always pitching me as pitching you as a guest. And I'm sorry we didn't do it. I I don't know why it didn't happen. Just for some reason, didn't didn't come together. He's a hump. Yeah, he's a hump. (laughs) We we don't need him. Um, Too much hair (laughs) product. I noticed that you have a very similar Canadian accent to Nate, who wants Michelle's season. And yes. uh, are you guys from the similar area? Uh, so Nate's from Winnipeg. So of yeah. course I was, I was cheering for Nate as well. Love Nate. Nate's Seems Nate's a rich, I mean, I, he claims Austin and he should, and that's his place. I get it. But, <laughs> but he's from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Um, Winnipeg, Manitoba is north of like North Dakota. So that's kind of gives you like geography mm-hmm. in terms like of where it is. Western part of the continent. Like a Midwest. He, he's really, it's really cold there. I played a football game there once um, and it's, it is freezing. It's an awesome place. The people are amazing. It is super, super cold. Fun fact about uh, where he's from. Winnie the Pooh was named after Winnipeg, Manitoba. Oh, really? And James Bond is loosely based off of a real life Canadian spy from Winnipeg. Whoa. Uh, Manitoba. Cool. I didn't know that. Yep. Okay. That's right. I, I don't even, uh, Nate might not know that either, actually. <laughs> it's like, they get like, when we got off the plane, our football team, they gave us like a pamphlet saying like cool facts about Winnipeg. My goodness. So, so that, that's kind of how I know. Okay. Um, I noticed cause you said bag the same way, which was like bag. And we, we <laughs> joked about it cause, cause Nate, kept saying that he had it in the bag or not. Yeah. I, I, I stopped, I stopped saying about in house. <laughs> so you've been so Americanized. Like I, I've been, I've been Americanized all these years, but yeah, bag apparently. <laughs> bag apparently that's that's how you can I tell gotta, now I know how to find the Canadians. I gotta, I gotta work on that one. <laughs> all right, Jesse, one more question. Give us one woman to keep an eye on that you think will be not necessarily winning, mm-hmm. but entertaining. And really we should invest in emotionally for the rest of the weeks. Okay, to come. Well, it's 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 hard, I would say, at this point to bet it. But like Teddy had a pretty amazing yeah. first first night and first impression. She, she said she wasn't going to kiss him. She 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 got the first kiss, um, and she also got the first impression. Rose, I, I remember kind of standing there watching her get out of the limo. It was weird. Like if you were actually there, you could almost like see the the spark. Like Clayton's face and his body language. I felt like there was something different about it. I thought. So Teddy is definitely someone that I think Clayton has real feelings for. I think he feels like there's a strong connection there. And I would say at this point, um, keep, just keep an eye on Teddy. Okay. That's good to know. We, we had already earmarked her as someone we thought we were going to go far. So glad to hear that confirmation. You you should go ahead and book her maybe. Okay. I'll try. It's very (laughs) hard. Let me tell you. (laughs) Book her on the podcast. Jesse, thank you so much. I uh, wish you the best of luck with the rest of the season and your your journey through Bachelor Nation and and all that. Um, hope you've got have a great day and enjoy the experience. Thank you so much for doing this. I will. Thank you so much for having me on. I hope we do it again.
This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.